This is the Consilience Podcast with your host, Shannon Beer, health and confidence coach and founder of The Coaching Collective, helping dedicated fitness professionals to bring their coaching visions to life by developing the knowledge, skills and strategies to make that a reality. We're inviting you into conversations with experts on body image, compassion and behaviour change to help us challenge our assumptions about health and appearances and critically examine the way that we coach so we can help our clients on a deeper level and create an industry that is truly life enhancing. Let's get into the show. Why do we care about how we look? I wanted to record this episode after chatting to a client who was feeling very self-critical about the fact that she cared about her appearance. She could recognize that there was more to life, that she wanted to be a good role model to her children, that she had other things to be concerned about and was feeling very frustrated that she still did care, that the scale still upset her, that she still felt the urge to control her diet. And I wanted to help her to see that we all care about our appearance to some extent And it doesn't mean that we're vain. It doesn't mean that we're self-absorbed. It just means that we have a human brain. And of course, it feels good to receive compliments on our appearance. And conversely, if we're criticised for how we look, we're going to take note of that as well. So as I said, it doesn't make you vain or self-absorbed. It just makes you a normal human being. Of course, the problem is that caring too much can often make us feel bad if we feel that we're not matching up to expectations. And of course, there are the associations with disordered eating and really marginalizing other areas of our life. And the client, you know, she could see that. So we had a conversation about why we care. Because of course, there was once a time in our lives where we didn't care so much, where we weren't even aware of our appearance. We were not born thinking about our physiques each day, but this is something that gradually develops over time, beginning in childhood. And according to the cognitive behavioural model of body image, there are a number of factors that can contribute to the development of our body image. And these factors can be divided into two basic categories. So you have the historical influences. So these are experiences from your past that came to affect how you view your appearance in the way that you do. You've also got the current influences. So these are the experiences in your everyday life that determine or influence how you think, feel and react to your looks. So some of those historical influences include cultural socialisation. So the media is a really powerful influence over our body image. And if you grew up exposed to numbers of advertisements that were geared towards promoting an ideal body, then of course, naturally, you learn that it's important to look a certain way. I remember Kate Moss, there was the famous quote that nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. You know, I grew up, I think, in the fashion model era where it was trendy to be very slim. 
Recently, things are changing and with the increased promotion of fitness advertisements and the growth of the fitness industry in general, we're seeing the internalization of the muscular and lean physique for both males and females. So that's something to be very aware of. We also have our interpersonal experiences. So these are our interactions with our family, with our peers. So for example, children who grow up in a household where the mother is constantly on a diet or always talking about wanting to lose weight and so on, they can model those behaviors. Again, we learn, okay, this is something important for us to pay attention to. Maybe I should be doing a similar thing. We also have physical characteristics that we go through, so changes to our bodies in puberty, for example, as well as our personality traits. So if we have those more perfectionist kind of tendencies, then of course that often extends to our appearance as well. So all of these different factors, which are outside of your immediate control, go into the development of our body image attitudes. So the way that we evaluate our bodies, whether we see them as something we are satisfied with or not, as well as our investment, so how much we care. All of these factors come together to shape the perceptions, the beliefs, thoughts and feelings we have about our physical appearance. So as you can see, these are things that you did not choose for yourself. Fortunately, we do have the ability to be able to change the way that we view ourselves, to push back against some of these ideas that we have learned. But do not be under any pretense that it is as simple as just switching it off. If you're struggling with that, that's not a personal failing. It is just a reflection of the society and the culture that you grew up in to a large degree. So I want to reiterate that there are things that we can do about this but it's not something for you to beat yourself up about and I think that knowledge that I do have the ability so why am I still struggling you know can sometimes backfire because we use that as more fuel to criticize ourselves with and this is why self-compassion is an extremely important quality when it comes to developing a positive body image. It also helps to understand a little bit more about the nature of the mind and the fact that we naturally engage in mental comparisons with the people around us across many different domains without even realizing it and this often includes appearance comparisons and these evaluations can impact our feelings our thoughts about ourselves and consequently our behavior so if we're engaging in these comparisons frequently and it you know we're feeling pretty crap about ourselves because of that we then may engage in behaviors like body checking like dieting and so on which further ingrain these crappy feelings about ourselves so it is a really tricky cycle and it helps to learn a little bit more about how to manage those comparisons as well. But the issue is that these are natural human tendencies that have just been exploited by our modern day environment. So again, really helps to understand how body image develops 
tying that into your personal journey and experiences, but also understanding the nature of the mind as well. So this is something that you did not choose for yourself. And everyone is going to have different experiences. Everyone is going to find it easier or more difficult to be able to make these changes. The fact is, if you are consciously working on it, then that's something to celebrate. The fact that you do care about other areas of your life, the fact that you do want to be a positive role model to your children and to your friends and family. Those are qualities for you to really recognize and acknowledge within yourself. So when you're next feeling critical about the fact that you do inevitably care, remind yourself that this is something everyone experiences. This is not something you chose for yourself. This is the nature of the human mind and you care enough to do something about it. Thank you so much for listening to the Consilience podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with someone who will find it helpful and don't forget to leave a five-star rating and quick review. The topics I speak about aren't particularly trendy or sexy, so this makes a huge difference. And don't forget to join the Empowered Edit a weekly newsletter with evidence-based tools and strategies to help you build your health and confidence. You will get first access to everything that's going on and insights that I don't share anywhere else. The link will be in the show notes. And until then, I will catch you in the next episode.